Hello, hello everybody. Good afternoon. Um, I have a quick little testimony to tell you. Well, I wouldn't say quick, but I have a testimony to tell you all. And I just want you guys to kind of just, you know, listen because um, when we hear other people's testimony, you know, that is how we overcome. That is how we get hope. That is how we get inspiration to keep going. And, you know, hearing the testimony of other people, if you are a Christian, if you have God living inside of you, Hearing other people's testimony, it shouldn't make you feel, you know, bad. It shouldn't make you discouraged. It's supposed to encourage you. That's the whole point of a testimony. So if you're in a place where hearing the testimony of other people, um, it upsets you or it makes you upset or mad or, you know, it causes you to have an issue with God, then something is something is wrong with you. You have an issue that you need to <laughs> work out with God or iron out with God because, hearing testimonies we are supposed to be able to overcome by hearing testimonies we are supposed to be encouraged so that's the whole purpose and that's the whole point you're not supposed to be competing and comparing yourself or being jealous or envious you know of the person that is giving the testimony but you're supposed to be encouraged by it um so let's make sure we have the right heart when we're hearing people's testimonies when people are telling us something about God or, you know, sharing the goodness of God with us, that we are tuned in, you know, that we are really just being able to rejoice with those who are rejoicing and not, you know, in our hearts be upset or in our hearts be discouraged or in our hearts don't want to hear what they have to say. Because if you have God living on the inside of you, the things of God should excite you. It should make you, it should motivate you, you know, it should make you want to experience the goodness of God. So I hope that, you know, not I hope, but I pray that this testimony helps you, encourages you, and strengthens you, you know, on your journey with God, wherever you may be on your journey with God. I just want to let you know that, you know, there is nothing too hard for him. And I say that because I'm coming out, I came, not I'm coming, I came out of a rebellious season. I came out of a season where I really didn't even want to hear what God had to say at times. You know, a lot of the times we, you know, we come to God and the way that we come to God it determines the type of help that we will receive from him. Um, You know, in that rebellious state, I really, I was selfish. I really was just like, well, if God don't do this, then I'm not doing this. If God don't budge, I'm not budging. If God don't move, then I'm not moving. You know, we want all of these things from God. We want God to move. We want God to heal us. We want God to free us. We want God to do certain things for us, but our attitude and our heart towards him is not right. You know, it's not we're not creating an atmosphere for him to move. We're not creating an atmosphere for him to come to our aid and our assistance. You know, we want him to, you know, bless us and give us all this stuff when we don't even have the heart for him, you know. And um, as God began to just free me from that, that mindset, that heart, you know, I, I had the desires to pray, God, you know, give me a heart for you. Give me a desire to want you, you know. I saw that my desire for him was gone. You know, it was depleted. It was completely taken over by selfishness. It was completely taken over by worldliness. I was compromised. And I I think to a point I even backslid. You know, I backslid. So my heart wasn't soft towards the things of God anymore. I remember just not even, I didn't even think about getting out of where I was because I was just going to stay there, period. That was just what it is, you know. Um, But, you know, as I began to pray those prayers, you know, it took it took a year, year and a half, you know, for me to start seeing the manifestation of those prayers that I was praying. And I would ask God, you know, give me the heart for you, God. I don't want to give me the heart to get out of what I'm in, you know, give me the heart to to want you. 
And it didn't happen overnight. It, it didn't happen in months. It happened in a year. And, and I, I, But you know what? I went from not praying at all to praying sometimes to praying consistently every single day. And every day I will pray for that. And God would just, you know, I, where I'm at, where I am now is a product of those prayers that I prayed. You know, I didn't, I had to put in some type of work. I had to show God, you know, I don't want to be here. And if I don't want to be stuck here, God, I'm willing to do whatever I need to do to get to where you're trying to take me. And a lot of the times we, we think that it's, you know, we think that God is supposed to just force us into his life, force us into a relationship with him. No, his, yes, his love, he loves you. He, his love will come after you, but you, you can't expect him to force anything up on you. He won't do it. It's not, that's why he created free will. That's why he, he gave you the, the will to choose. He gave us all the will to choose. And I just, one day I just said, I'm choosing him. I'm choosing him period. And from that day forward, things began to line up. I saw the line drawn between me and the world. I saw the line drawn in certain relationships where I was comfortable. I wasn't comfortable anymore, where things were just, it was easy for me to rebel against God in areas where it was easy for me to turn my back on him and rebel against him and sin against him. It wasn't easy. It wasn't as easy anymore. I started to become convicted. I started to know, okay, no, I can't do this. My love for him started to begin to develop. I started to develop a love for God where I didn't want to just him to just love me. I wanted to love him back. But all of this came over time. It was a process that God was taking me through. And one day I finally said, I'm walking away from anything and everything that God does not want in my life. And that was a decision that I made and it wasn't an easy one, but I knew and I trusted Jeremiah 29, 11, that all of the plans that God has for me was good and not for evil to give me a future and a hope. And we, a lot of the times when we're in that rebellious state, we don't see anything good outside of, we don't see anything good at all. You know what I'm saying? You don't see, you know, especially if you were saved before and you, you know, you backslid, you know what the life of God is about, but some, somehow you don't think that he's good anymore. You don't think that he has the answers. You don't think that he has, he or you don't believe in his love anymore. That's what rebellion does. That's what that hardness does. It, it hardens you against the love of God. And you don't want to be at that place because then you find fault with the life. You find fault with your God. You find fault with the person that has no faults. He has no faults. He's, he's, he's incapable of, of wronging, wrongdoing. We have to let him help us. We have to let him shape us and mold us. A lot of us don't have the patience to stick it out with him because we don't really want him. Guess what? When you come into God for stuff, you come into God, oh, I want this, I want that, I want this, I want that, and you don't want him, it's going to be so hard. To, it's going to be very hard to stick with him. You ain't going to be able to because stuff is not enough to sustain you. Sustain you. It's not enough. If you are coming to God, for anything other than a personal relationship with him, don't expect to be able to stick with him when it gets rough. Don't be able to don't expect to stick with him when you don't see that stuff manifesting right away. It's going to be hard to. Because you're not coming to him for the right reasons. You come into him to just get stuff. You come into him to get blessed. You're not coming to him just because you want to be intimate. I want to be intimate. I want to know you. I don't want to if you never give me anything, God, I want you. That's the 
I'm not saying that that's that's the attitude that comes overnight, that comes over time. You have to want him. If you when you when you make that choice to want him, everything in your life is gonna follow suit. It's gonna line up. It has to. When you choose right, right things come to you. But when you choose wrong, you have to you have to live in the consequences of what you chose. It's the time of sowing and reaping and I've been saying this, but I've been reading other stuff and I'm like, wow, other people of God have been just confirming it. It's the time of sowing and reaping. You want goodness? You want a relationship with God? Sow into him. Sow into that time spent with him. Sow into what you what you want to see God do for you. And people, I, I got a, a new career and people are like, you, you're not excited to start your new job? I'm like, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> but I'm not, you know, I'm not jumping up and down. I guess they're like, well, you're not excited. And I'm like, yeah, I'm excited. I'm very excited. But God has done something else for me that I don't, it's not just about that career. I remember when I was going into the courthouse as a supervisor. And before I even started working there, I got my, I had plans for my paycheck. I had plans to do, to be selfish with every, with everything, with what God was doing. I had my plans. My mindset was so immature at that time. I wasn't able to take I wasn't able to take the upgrade and still serve him. So I was very immature with that with that position. And I. I didn't know how to handle the full responsibility of being promoted into the position that I was going into. So now. I have another I have another I'm in another career and. My mindset is different. I I just my my mindset, my maturity level is so different. It's it's not about a job. It's not about nothing other than him. You know, I just want him. Now that's the difference. Back then, I wanted stuff. Kind of wanted him, but I wanted stuff more. But now I just want him. So yes, I'm excited over my new career, but I'm not. I'm not gonna serve it. I know the one that's greater than that career. I know the one that that gave me that career. I have that joy, that peace, that intimacy with him. And I that's more important to me than anything. Any relationship, any job, it's 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 more important to me now. My priorities have changed. <laughs> I put away childish things. And that's where we need to be. We need to be able to put away childish things. Anything you give up, <laughs> It's nothing compared to what God wants to give you. And we, we hear that and it's cliche to us, but it's the truth. I'm living it. You can you can live this too. He took me and he's still taking me through a, a healing process, a refining process. And we we so we underestimate his goodness. Don't don't be at a place where you're letting the enemy lie to you and make you believe that God is not good because he's good. If you want to know his character, if you want to know what he's about, look in that word. He's faithful. He's faithful. He's love. He won't withhold no good thing from you. He's not out to get you. He's not out to punish you. He, he wants to love you. He wants to fellowship with you. Why would you run from a God like that? Why would you turn your back on a God like that? Why would you rebel against a God like that? And I know I was going to a church before where there was 
you know, they encourage us to be honest with God and tell God how we felt, but don't get it twisted. You know, you can come to God and tell God how you feel, but you don't, don't, don't come to him as if he's man. He is God. And I got corrected this morning in prayer and I said, God, forgive me for all of the times I've ever come to you as if you were a man. God, you are God. There is a reverence. There is a respect that I should have for you. Now, when you in a rebellious state, you don't fear God. Because if you did, you wouldn't be rebelling. It's a dangerous place to be in rebellion against your God. And if you, we, 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 you know, God does love us. Don't He loves us. He has mercy for us. But why would you want to rebel? Why would you want to, why would you want to turn your back on him? Why would you, why would you not want to do what he said? Because you ain't seen stuff yet. That's why. Not having stuff is not enough for me to turn my back on my God. I'm sorry, it's not. Maybe two years ago it would have been, but at this place where I am, where I am now, no. I allowed him. I was willing. I was yielding. I allowed him. That's it. That's a, that's the only. That's all I did. I allowed him to be God. I allowed him to be my father. I allowed him to do the good things he wanted to do in my life, and that is why you. That's why you see them. That's why I see them. Because I allowed him to be God. Not because I was special. Not because I I sold some money into some well-known ministry. Not because I did all these, followed all these rules and regulations. No. I allowed him. And as I allowed him, as I was yielding to him, the desire to be, to have more of him, the desire to know him deeper, the desire to pray more, the, de- the desire to study more, the desire to be in that word more, it increased and enhanced. A willing heart is all it takes. That's it. Because a willing heart, it doesn't have a time frame on it. A willing heart doesn't say, well, I want you to do it this way, that way, and this way. No, a willing heart is saying, God, your will be done. I don't care what I have to do, what I have to give up, your will be done. That's a willing heart. Now, you know if you have a willing heart when you re- when you let God do do whatever he want to do, how he want to do it in the time frame that he want to do it. And you just like, you, I'm going to go with the flow of the spirit. Now, if you can't get with it like that, you're not willing. You're not yielding. Something in, There's a resistance there and you, you fighting. You fighting them. And I want you all to know that. If you don't have the mind and the heart to serve him, apart from what he can give you, material things, ask for one. He'll give you one. Ask for one. Take it to him in prayer. He will, his ears are always turned towards the righteous. He will listen to you. He will honor, wow, this person may not have the heart to live for me now, but they praying for one. I'm I'm not going, why would he, I'm not going to give you a, a rebellious spirit and you asking me for the heart to live right no i'm not gonna let you stay in your rebellion when you asking me for the help to get out of it but make sure that your heart is right make sure that you in a you have the attitude of a willing and a yielding person that needs help from god that wants help from god that's willing to accept his way of doing things amen